This is the Hook Better Leads podcast, and it's Tim Brown, and not my co-host, but wouldn't that be fun? Patrick Shelton on today. How you doing, dude? I'm, I'm great. I'm way too expensive to be your yeah. co-host. Um, I like that. I like that. <laughs> um, well, we're talking about video today, today because Patrick uh, does a lot of video and has a ton of value here in this in this topic. So. We're going to be talking about video marketing statistics to consider, but why video ads are better. A lot of people are considering, like trying to think whether they should spend the time and energy to try to get great videos. Um, so what have you seen as kind of a trend um, the last couple years in regarding uh, video ads? Like what have, what have you seen? Like, has there been an uptick in people taking this seriously? Good question. Uh I mean, there's definitely an uptick. I don't think there's any doubt about that, right? Like that's been since 2000, what, 11, 2000, early 2000, mid 2000s to now it's like, you know, video was here and now it's just up to the right, right? <laughs> yeah. um, just like the Dow Jones. And yeah. <laughs> now, so that's all good and grand. Like, yeah, more video, great. That also means a lot of noise, right? So just a lot of clutter and a lot of shit. Can we swear? A lot of shit. Yes, you can swear. You know, bombarding you. And I, I don't have the statistic. Well, maybe I do. Um, yeah. Okay. I do. <laughs> so you've got, you've got like this huge rise in video. And with that is a direct correlation to a huge rise in people skipping video. Right. Yeah. So what is that stat by the way? Let's leave it at that. Uh, it's from CNBC. 65% of uh, viewers skip an online video as soon as possible. Huh. So uh, great. You just spent a hundred thousand dollars or a thousand dollars, right? A thousand dollars is a lot of money, a thousand dollars on your video campaign, whatever it looks like. And now you're getting people skipping it in three seconds. And they're just, <laughs> and mind you, those first three seconds, they're looking at that little skip thing and like, God, I wish I could just skip it now. <laughs> um, they're yeah. not even seeing your, your messaging. So that brings up a whole nother conversation, but yeah, yes, definitely a, a huge uptick in, in actual content being created, a huge uptick in noise and conversely, a huge uptick in the human need to get past that as soon as possible and yeah. get annoyed by it. And, and that, that wanting to skip it is also that like, that is negative brand. Yeah. Like you, you would have been better off not putting that video out there if it's being part of the noise, right? Hmm. So a lot of people I say, don't, you don't want video, right? If you're not mm -hmm. going to do, if you're not going to do it, like, you know, well, don't be the guy that goes yeah. to planet fitness and just pays 20 or $10 a month every single month and never goes right. Mm -hmm. Like try and go. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm and done. No, that's good. And I, I want to talk. So we're going to go through some stats kind of quick here, and then we're going to talk about, what's working on video ads and, and what are Patrick and I both have strong opinions about what constitutes good video and how you can do that well. But we want to make sure you understand why, because by 2022, online videos will make up more than 82% of all consumer internet traffic, which is going to be 15 times higher than it was in 2017. 74% uh, of b2b marketers say video converts better than any other type of content and um i, I won't even talk about usage but there's well i guess briefly 3.8 times more people have increased uh using video ads there's 432,000 um, hours of 
YouTube uploaded daily. 59% of business professionals feel that they can give. No, this is actually, this is a strong take that I think is useful for people, which is it's not that people don't watch or can't watch long form content. It's that they need to be hooked in the first yeah. three to 10 seconds. So they're open to watching it if it's going to give them value. So you have to promise with something, with something of value, you have to give specific things that they're gonna get out of watching and listening to it. So that's why when I, when I start a conversation on a podcast, I try to give them the title, the value proposition, everything quick. I assume they don't care about me Sorry, Patrick, I assume they don't care about you. How are we going to make their life better in the next 30 minutes? So that's why we do that. Why That's why we try to give those value props up front as quickly as possible. And the same goes with your ads. Like if you're promising something quickly with your video, if, they're, if you're going to give them something of value, if you're telling them how you're going to make their life better, it matters. 49% of respondents said that they are more selective about the content they consume than one year ago. So with all that noise, we get more selective. And then two last stats, um, a, brands using both still ads and video ads saw a 17% higher rate of conversions compared to brands using only still ads. And then um, according to, so that was according to Facebook platform, the Facebook to platform. So they have the most data out of anyone probably. And then Adspresso, which has a lot of data, it's kind of a sub, uh, they, they do, they do have data as well. Um, almost 69% of marketers say video ads outperform image and plain text ads on Facebook. So that's that's anecdotal. That's from marketers saying, yes, we, we believe the rate of higher return. And that's a lot of it is those people are using, 22% of people say they're using video to gather info on brands. Um, and so that's like that you're not just converting, right? It's not, you're, you're gathering info. You have a lot more context. You can make a better decision about a purchase. Yeah, and there's a lot to unpack there, but that's, I'll, I'll hit on that last thing first is like, and I'll wrap it into the, the going from video and photo and how that increases things, uh, what'd you say, 17% or something? And yeah, according to, yeah, according to Facebook. So what you see there is like, okay, what, we're not stupid as customers or as customers or as prospects or as, you know, uh, whatever consumers, we're not stupid. We, not everything fits into like a nice little, the video that this video is not meant to be every single part of your customer journey, right? Yeah, It's exactly. one part of your customer journey. It's one value add amongst many value adds, uh, from, from a customer's point of view as they engage with like a, uh, an industry or a specific company itself. Yeah. And to think video is, or photo for that matter, is the, the silver bullet to your marketing strategy is naive and worse lazy, right? Yeah. So naturally you want to, you want to have that mix of, of still frames, of blogs, of video to mm -hmm. carry that person through uh, a customer journey and become an evangelicals and brag about you and share your anthem video, you know, to their friends and talk about how great your or the smoothie company they drink yeah. every Saturday is. So yeah, um, yeah. So I, I think that that balance of stills and motion is is inherent when you think about it, and it, 
it's pretty easy to, to like, great. I don't have to only do videos, right? Mm-hmm. That'd be a lot of videos, especially if you're a small, you know, 10 person company, like not only is that a lot, it's a lot of money. So mm-hmm. yes, splice it up, use, use stills, use customer testimonials, use whatever. So let's get into what's working on videos and video ads. How are, how are you seeing, what are you seeing perform well? What are you seeing um, people do more of? What, how can they do better videos in 2021? And certainly people might listen to this or watch this later on, but in, in the next couple of years, what, are, what, could be people, what could people be doing better on their videos that they're not doing now? Like um, I'm saying like comparable stuff to what you guys do. You do like commercial oriented stuff a lot and yeah. like um, making better, like almost sales videos. Uh, and you can, you can correct me on the, the vibe, but yeah, no, you're okay. um, what are people doing that you've seen work more lately? Yeah. Uh, I think they, they start, they've learned to know that video is in a, a vacuum, right? So what works in other parts of your marketing strategy need to be incorporated into your video. So a video is not just, Ooh, let me make a quick video. Not all video is equal. Not all content is equal. Not all entertainment is equal, right? Like we all love Star Wars, but there's only a handful of people that are going to watch that rom-com on the Hallmark channel because frankly, it's garbage, but whatever. Um, Some people like those because they're bad on purpose. My wife watches them and I think she's ironically watching them. Right. Yeah. I ironically watch them too, back to back. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so I, I can empathize with that. But uh, so I think people have, have started to really understand that it's not all created equal. It needs to be quality. And what does quality look like from a video standpoint? Yeah, it can, it can be pretty, right? Like naturally having a technical uh, cap- or capabilities is, is a plus, right? However, there's a lot of technically right videos that are getting skipped. 65% of those videos, right, are getting skipped. And I guarantee a lot of them are really high quality videos. Great. High quality doesn't get people past three seconds. It needs to be, you need to have a, a, a punch. And when, when you give people something to actually engage with right out of the bat, and that can go good and bad. It can, just because people don't skip your video after three seconds doesn't mean your home free. Like you can still do wrong by your brand messaging if it's not true to your brand and you're just doing some gimmick. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. So really being, really being uh, intentional with, with those three seconds and, and making sure that you're actually taking what you've learned from other aspects of your marketing, bringing it into your video and frankly telling a story. Like if you can, if you can hit someone really impactfully and get their, grab their attention for those first you know, three seconds, uh, let's say, yeah, second to three seconds. Okay, great. Now we have them. Now how do we keep them, right? So we all watch a lot of Netflix. Why do we watch a lot of Netflix? Because it's engaging, it's gripping. We, we care about it. Like, I'm sure we all watched Queen's Gambit within like 48 hours. Right? Oh, it was so good. Oh, dude, so don't good. even get me started. I, I've spent like hours even at work talking about it. It's horrible. <sighs> Um, it's good but stuff. The, the reason is, is because it's quality characters, quality story, and every single business that I've ever interacted with, and I'm not a, an extremely, like, I haven't been everywhere, I haven't met everybody, but 
everyone has a story. Everyone has interesting aspects. Everyone has differentiators, whether they're on the surface or you got to dig down, dig down, understand yourself, understand your customers and hit people fast. I love it. And, and to that hit people fast thing that um, this Adspresso article also talked about the first three seconds of a video ad that I, I don't know exactly what they're saying here, but 47% of its value for your brand. And in the first 10 seconds, your brand gets 74% of your ads value. Um, and that basically what I think what they're trying to get at is those are, you know, especially when you, when you do video, like we do video ads on YouTube and you see the graph of like fall off and that skip yeah. button, when it pops up, it goes, boop, you know, mm-hmm. like, it, and it goes, you're trying to slow the boop. You're trying to yeah. slow the, the drop. So, yeah. um, you know, you're trying to slow it by making it an interesting thing and making something people want to watch. But at the same time, those first seven or yeah, we think seven seconds is a really important benchmark. What we're trying to see in there is we're trying to see the brand. I like a smiling face, like, right. A smiling face or something that catches people's attention. And, um, and, and we tried, we kind of a B testing two things right now. One with, um, one with my wife and comforting messaging. And then like our dog in a cuddle, like a, a blanket. And he's like, yeah, this is how maybe. good it feels. You know what I mean? Like, and then one yeah. of them is like more on the, like um, almost pain, pain, oh, pro- okay. like a problem oriented, yeah, like yeah, yeah. risk averse. Um, yeah. Yes. So we're a B testing those right now. I'll tell you what, how it turns out, but it's a, it's, it'll be an interesting step, but both of them have that brand quick, a smiling face. And uh, a both the pro like a, a little bit of problem oriented. I guess hers is like comforting the problem, and mine is mm-hmm. a little bit more like hitting them on the face with the problem. Mm-hmm. And then here's the value prop in those first ten seconds, and then like yep. it goes into imagery that would be useful for us, you know, websites and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and both of them, though, you're really focused on those ten seconds. I think like it's funny you know, we do a lot of video, like, and it's a lot of it's conversational and having talks and stuff like that with this. And, yep. and it, we don't really crank it out of the park yet, like even on our just YouTube, but it's a long, slow game. Mm-hmm. But the more I do long form conversational video and other types of video and like content focused stuff, the more I appreciate as well, like the value of people's time and like, and I, I personally, I might disagree with you a little bit. I think it's okay. I don't think we have to agree, but I might disagree with you a little bit on the, the beginning. Of, like, I think it's okay that people are skipping ads. I don't, I think honestly, sure. I, well, I, I don't think I've ever, maybe once or twice I've watched an ad all the way through like eagerly. Cause it was like, mm-hmm. I guess it was really well targeted. And I'm like, which one was it? Yeah. I think like it? a, it was like a, at a marketing agency owner, like you're, these are three things that you could do to like get out of the rat race or something like that. It's like, exactly. you're tired. I know you're tired. Here's how I'm going to help you not be tired. And like, that was like the value prop. And I was like, yes. Yeah. But it was like content. It was like, it was a good blend of content marketing in an ad. That was, that was a good piece. Like they hit me with the problem quick. And then they said, this ad will help you. Mm-hmm with a little bit of content around this. And then obviously they're selling their course or something alongside. Um, but like, if you can make it a nice little blend of the, I, I think that's a thing that people will be doing more of where they're gonna give a little value, a little bit of content marketing focus value. Like here's three tips to try to be less tired this week or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that would really be useful point. to, 
yeah, I think that that's an opportunity for people like to, to do that blended approach. And you know, the, the way they get to that and the way that gets into your feed is it's not necessarily the, it's people like you, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's people that know how to retarget. It's people that know how to use the data that they have to speak to their actual customers. Right. So mm -hmm. you, you're like, they've got a little, a little Tim Brown avatar in their office. And they're like, we're talking to this guy. Yeah, right. And, yeah. it, and they are, and it's, that's yeah. why you watch the video. Um, it's why I bought Manscaped. Right. Like <laughs> I I want that too. I want that too. <laughs> there you go. They're good at targeting me too. They don't, they yeah. know where the bros are. They know we're right where we are. We're, we're <laughs> hiding. We're not hiding. We're, we're out in the open. Yeah. yeah. They probably, um, their, their, their uh, demographic is probably just like 30 to 40 year old dudes or something yes, like that. 100%, so that's a little yeah. easier for companies like that. But when you're B2B or you're doing these a little bit more, like you have a much smaller audience, like our audience is 1% of 1%. It's so yeah. hard. And that's why you, what you were saying about like the blended approach to marketing and how you really have to have these different things going on. You have blog articles, you have these other things to from my point of view, it's to create audiences in your ad, like the ad platforms. Like we have a lot of people on our website a day and it's all for topics. It's not the exact, exact perfect thing to get a conversion, but it's the exact perfect thing that people in the demographic are reading. And we know we're, we're basically like creating an audience. So now we have a remarketing yeah. audience yeah. that we can go after in YouTube and Facebook ads. And the that's long what con. I, yeah, yeah, the long con. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so to, to be honest, like everything in your marketing performs better when you have good components. So if they have a good video, if we, you know, if we know, you know, uh, current resident Patrick and team have created an amazing video for a client, it's so much easier for us to do content marketing and to get a good result for their overall marketing. It's like each component and knowing that they have to work together that they have to have kind of similar things. Something I've liked lately, and I'd love to hear your take on this, is I think it's really important for, this is gonna sound simple, but it's I think it's profound, um, that your brand should have a point of view. Mm -hmm. And I think it's something that a lot of companies don't have. They don't intend to have. And if you intend to have it, that's first. that's the first step. And then it takes a little while to like build it with your team. But yeah. a point of view could be like, I think our industry is broken in this way and, and it can be fixed with this different way of doing things. Like that's a point of view. And I think that there is a lot of opportunity for a lot of brands to formulate a strong point of view that actually goes against some of the industry, yeah. but, but makes a lot of sense to your customers. And that mm -hmm. can be built into everything too, the content, the, the videos, the ads. Yeah, 100%. I, I was having a conversation earlier today about about point of view and how that's a really good point. I'm glad you brought up point of view because it's one thing that not only as individuals we're so scared to have a point of view, right? Like God forbid you're the black sheep in in, yeah. the, in the horde, right? Like people call on you and are like, "Hey, look at that weirdo." Um, <laughs> we at, at current resident, like we want to be weirdos, right? We we want we want to be called the the misfit or the round peg in the square hole because then we're all alone and we've got like this big platform to to scream from even though we're a small organization we've got we know exactly who we're talking to right we're talking to other weirdos and just like you guys are talking to the 0.1 of 0.1 percent like that's perfect now you can have a, 
a noiseless conversation. Right? It's like you're wearing, you're at the, is it like, a, I don't know where people wear those headphones and you're like able to talk to each other, but like a dance, mm -hmm. what is it like a, a noiseless dance party, right? Where you're both wearing mm -hmm. headphones and you're listening to the same yeah. music. Everyone else is listening to the, a different song, but you guys are listening to the same song. And you're dancing in the same rhythm. It's like that, right? So yeah. when you know the song, when you know the frequency you're on, when you know the person you're talking to, uh, that point of view is your, is your competitive advantage. So mm. lean into that. Be like, lean into the uncomfort. Know that when people aren't saying the same thing as you, like, that's okay. That means you're probably doing something right unless it's, you know, we don't be too stupid, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it also, but it also reminds you that some people will come to you and they're well-intentioned and they'll say, I don't know if that point of view is like, it, you might be alienating some of your audience. Like some people might say that a consultant might say that a, yeah. a very smart person that doesn't know your audience as well as you do. Right. Might say that. So you kind of got to watch for that too. You got to yeah. watch, you got to weed out do these people understand our audience as well as us? And once you get that down, that audience down, mm -hmm. and you have a point of view, you can um, you can you can have that silent dance party, and it's okay if some other people disagree. Like I love I love what you're saying there. Yeah, it's it's like uh, like know thyself, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's it's very difficult to say, and we're getting a little off topic so i apologize it's okay no let's let's just go off topic because i think it's more natural and i think it's good okay perfect perfect um then i want to talk to you about investing in gold no i'm just kidding yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a commercial for gold now yeah. seed banks uh <laughs> no um so you know when that consultant come this figurative consultant comes to you and says you know we could really broaden our market reach and our, our uh industry penetration if we you know broaden our scope whatever um and, you know, you got to think about that and, and understand that if we start changing our frequency, we're not now talking to our, our, our direct customer, right? Like now we're talking to, we're starting to like go back into the, into the popular group a little bit. I'm all about mm -hmm. metaphors. We're going back and I'm cross metaphors, but, I like it. Uh, but we're, we're going back into the popular group when in reality we wanted to be really focused on the goths like we, yeah. we were a goth kid i feel like i totally we... relate to these these metaphors because this was like my life in high school like uh yeah. i wanted to be friends with the weirdos and i didn't care as much about the other people and it did it's like a painful thing in high school where you can't yeah. figure out your identity or whatever totally man i was i was a, a weirdo through and through and i was like man those popular kids they get it they can stick handle i went to edina so everyone played hockey yeah. and I was, I was like wow look at that guy he can stick handle he's got all all the friends you seem like an edina guy i was i was, I was very cake, we call them through. cake eaters when i was younger you know exactly there's five, there's fifty thousand people in this world that live in edina that embrace the cake eater and we win at state championships in hockey so guys yeah, right, i'm, we'll I'm totally I, I frankly i probably like ultimately wish i could have been part of that <laughs> but anyways i just you know we both have the same un, like understanding of like yes that role in minnesota culture Yes, absolutely. And so when we start to tune that, we, we start to like kind of lose what makes us special. And when yeah. we, and being a smaller, you know, you were saying $5 million kind of niche companies that we're, we're talking to, 
when we start to change that, at least from an out, that doesn't mean we're not accepting other people, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That come to us. Yeah. But what we're broadcasting out there is saying, this is, this is who we are. This is what we believe. And if that resonates with you, like, perfect. If it doesn't, maybe we're not right for you and that's okay. Yeah. There's, there's plenty of other people, but uh, yeah, if you, if you can lean into that point of view, and I think that goes for, you know, I struggle with as a, as an individual every day, like mm-hmm. know thyself, be true to yourself. And typically when you do that, as long as you're not a, a dickhead for lack of a better term, uh, it, it works pretty well. Yeah. Uh, no, so. and that, that's certainly one of those things like be a decent person, be ethical, be true yeah. to your, but then be, being true to yourself, like we'll just round it out on this. Cause we we're off the video thing, but I think yeah. we're being human here. So um, it's good. When, you know, like when we think about point of view, I think like I'm in therapy, right? Person, you know, as a human, I'm in therapy and the advocate of therapy. Yeah. I love therapy. Um, my therapist talks about being authentic, but also to me, it's about um, self-esteem. Like if, and like, I think about it in personal, personal side, if you have self-esteem, you're okay to turn down the people that aren't the right fit. Yes. And trust me, those clients, the people that are the right fit are going to want to work with you more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And maybe that's not as big on the side of like some of the people listening to this podcast might be in home services or construction or something like that. Sure. But like, maybe you have a bigger audience, but like, especially B2B brands, we have to say it's okay if everyone's not the right fit. We're 1% of 1%. It's where, you know, for us to elite, elite growth oriented businesses, they're generally in the small side, but they're moving up. Um, and, but self-esteem is what is like, there's gotta be like a version for companies, company self-esteem where you don't lower your prices. You don't make concessions. You don't pretend to be anything other than you are. Mm-hmm. And then the people that are supposed to get to you will get to you. And it's like, it goes from everything from the video that you make to that sales call where you say, Hey, this is what we are. And you don't pull any punches And to some people that's attractive and to some people it's not, it doesn't and work out. And that's, okay. yeah, it's okay. Yeah. And that's so there's, there's, there is a type of like self-esteem for companies like that. Yeah. Know your worth, right? Like yeah. if you're a roofing company and like, someone looks at a roof and says, okay, well, they're all, all roofs are created equal. Right. Yeah. It's like, well, maybe once they're up there, like, yeah, you're probably going to get a roof and it's probably going to be, it's going to work and last you however many years roofs last, but what's the lead up, right? What's the interaction from that first call to uh, the customer sending that final bill and, and, and getting a thank you later, like, and you know, what's that customer journey look like? And we're not talking about just a roof here. We're talking about like a, uh, a partner in a, one of the largest purchases besides the house itself that a uh, middle-income family makes like in their lives. So to think your only value is, is a shingle, right? Is doing yourself a disservice. And I think another thing, just a roofer is a disservice. And, and like, you think about like, if, if you're authentic, you say, and what are your, what if your thing is like, we're really only, we are, we are only going to roof houses with the top quality materials. Like we could yeah. get half the price and it would be fine. And we could put on a roof, but our reputation is at stake here. We're not going to do that. We're only going to do the best stuff. And if we really care about our reputation, we're not really going to make concessions. 
in the top quality and the top uh, the materials and the top quality like implementation, right? So I think that, that goes for us as service providers, video um, for us in marketing yeah, and other stuff. And then for roofers and anyone else who's doing this, don't make too many concessions, have self-esteem in your brand and what your value prop is. And, and understand experts in consultants and stuff like that only are trying to, they might have your best interests in mind, but they're not necessarily always, uh, they don't have all the context that you have that's on your your market. And that's, that's super important to remember. And trust yourself. Mm-hmm. I'll end with trust yourself. Hey, Patrick, anything <laughs> else you want to say? Could you give people just where they can find you online and if they can work with you, uh, what your contact sure. information is, et cetera? Yeah, Patrick Shelton, current resident. Uh, give us a, a call or jump on our website at currentresident.tv as if current resident like you don't live at your house anymore and they send it to current resident uh, on Instagram. It's currentresident.tv. Uh, yeah. Hit us up. We you want to do like, your, just like the show. value prop, like what, who should come to you? Who, who's the a great fit for you guys? Sure. Uh, so we, we work with uh, direct to agencies. So we partner with agencies a lot, working with fortune 500 companies along with uh, direct to businesses, whether that be uh, medium to large businesses we're in minneapolis so we do a lot of healthcare. uh at the end of the day know thyself and uh if if you start to we say no a lot because people don't know themselves <laughs> uh, and we say before you call us you got to know who you are because i'm not going to just take your money yeah right and because i can do that but i don't want to do that that doesn't do me any good so so generally uh, people that have some like clear value. brand story aspects to they're already kind of into brand story or they have something there they can at least tell me why they believe in what they do yeah, and you know, what, what separates them from everybody else. That's awesome. And if they That's don't a know good that, mindset. Yeah. We can, there's other people that can do videos for it. So. I like that. That's good. I appreciate that very much. Pa- um, Patrick. So current resident TV, check them out, follow them all over social media. If you're in the Minneapolis area, uh, just like you're listening to this or watching this on social or something like that, um, connect with them. They're, they just referred us business this week. What wonderful people. So be, um, be rooting for them. And, uh, yeah, any, um, I think that that's everything. Appreciate you talking about this stuff today and, uh, video ads are better. Remember that. And, you know, the the podcast is put on by hook agency, hookagency.com book agency all over social media join us next week for another episode thanks for joining dude tim thanks a lot love folks take care